from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. An argument arose among the disciples about which of them was the greatest. Jesus realized the intention of their hearts and took a child and placed it by his side and said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. For the one who is least among all of you is the one who is the greatest. Then John said in reply, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow our company. Jesus said to him, Do not prevent him, for whoever is not against you is for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. celebrate this great feast day uh, this these few uh, weeks and months of October there's a lot of great feasts uh, we have uh, we had the feast of the archangels sorry about the other day Father Gary forgot about mass and, um, praise God and uh, just so you guys know all the priests this week will be in Skyler so there'll be morning mass here but there will not be a new mass over at 96 in Q, so if you want to have mass, you have to come in the morning. There'll be communion service over there. Um, this happens once in a while because all the priests have to be in Skyrim for the uh, a clergy conference for the bishop. And uh, today on this feast, you know, tomorrow's the feast of the guardian angels. I, I really hate not being here because I, I want to do, maybe we'll do it um, when I get back, but I want to do a whole, like a, a holy hour to the angels and Archangels soon, and to be able to celebrate them. Um, and today we celebrate the feast of our uh, our little Therese. Then we have Saint Francis's feast coming up. Um, we have the feast of the Rosary. There's some great feasts this uh, this time in October. And so the little flower, I was uh, sent uh, a little reflection by a friend um, on the little flower, and it says here. She writes, this is kind of her, her, some of her things, but she has this thing she calls the signs of love that she wrote, um, a way of knowing and acting that is utterly conditioned by the love that Jesus has placed in her heart. Um, she says here, Jesus deigned to show me the road that leads to his divine furnace, and this road is the surrender of the little children, surrender of the little child, who sleeps without fear in its father's arms. So Therese concluded is concluded is pleased that it is God, God, Therese concluded, is pleased to work with those who have become utterly docile to his direction, who have acknowledged their total dependence on him, their readiness to receive gifts. Any sense that God's love must be earned, or that a relationship with is a product of economic calculation, is repugnant to a healthy spirituality. Jesus does not demand reactions from us, but simply surrender in gratitude. When this attitude is in place, anything and everything is possible. Following Therese, we can, we can be pleasing to God and valuable to the church in the humblest places and through the simplest acts. All we need to do is surrender like the little child asleep 
in its father's arms. That's the secret to um, Therese's whole spiritual life. She had her whole spiritual life. Remember, she struggled a lot too. I mean, this, this girl, she struggled a lot in, in the beginnings until she was broken and brought to this place of, of surrender and childlike faith, like she writes here. And so she was made a saint pretty quickly, probably because she suffered a lot in her early years of her life. And she had a lot of emotional, psychological struggles and just really a struggle with, um, I think, perfectionism um, and really wanting to please God. And that's why you hear about how her, she's totally against any economic calculation of earning God's love. And in our world, we gotta be careful that we don't view the spiritual life daily as the world views success or, you know, because in the world it's very different than the spiritual life in that you have to earn everything out there in the world. Jesus already earned everything on the cross for us. And now it's our time to receive what he earned. As it says, I love that image, maybe you could use that image in your prayer, a little child who sleeps without fear in his father's arms, his or her father's arms. So, you know, just picture a baby in the arms of mom or dad sleeping. This is how we need to be with God, just totally at rest, totally at peace with him. And the reason we can do that is, was sharing with Father Mark yesterday, that we, this is not our church, this is God's church. Um, this is, this world, God made everything. He's in charge, we're not. And imagine a little child trying to take charge of, of household things and things that need to be done. It, it wouldn't work, right? There would be so much anxiety and fear you would be so distracted. And I think a lot of our distractions obviously are rooted in fear because we're, we're trying too hard because we don't believe God's going to do anything. We don't believe God's going to come through on His end. So we have to do it, right? We have to make sure. And that having to make sure um, is, is it's a dangerous place to, to, to play because that's where we start getting ourselves in trouble. We start to, if you, we, we move away from the spiritual and supernatural, we become very natural. And we become very um, overwhelmed, if you will. And so, whatever comes our way, if we're in that place where we're the child in the Father's arms, then we're going to surrender to the Lord, number one. That's the fruit, right? Surrender. The highest form of wisdom is surrender. So we surrender to God. And Therese understood that, I mean, think about this young girl. She's in a cloister. Um, she's not, according to the world, doing a great thing. <laughs> according to the world, it's a waste of life, right? Therese is doing little things in this cloister that are transforming the whole world. Now, think about that. She's not even accessible to the world in the sense of seeing her, you know, she going out and doing a retreat here, doing a retreat there, giving a talk here, sharing her little way here. She didn't do any of that 
in the way that, you know, we might think she should be out there. Like, you know, same thing with Jesus. He died at 33. It's like, well, man, we, he should have lived till 60. He could have did a lot more stuff. You see, see that whole mindset, that that's not the Lord. And we're so grounded and rooted in this worldly mindset that I don't even think we're aware of how much of the world we bring in to our prayer lives. And then we wonder at times, why do our prayer lives struggle? Because we're bringing too much of the world's ways. It's, it's not our fault. It's in that we only know how this world works. So we think that's how it works in the spiritual realm, right? So it's very important that we, you know, as Jesus says in our gospel, he, he took a child, he placed it, he said, he placed this child by his side and he said to his disciples, first bishops of the church, whoever receives me, or whoever receives this child in my name receives me, whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. So what makes a child different than, than an adult? It, it's the inner attitude, it's the heart, it's the way we think, the way we approach challenges, um, the way we trust or don't trust, it's, it's the disposition that, so conversion to the child like heart to the way of the child, to the little way of Therese, that conversion of moving from, I'm in control, you know, I call the shots, I have to make sure all my ducks are lined up and all my T's are crossed and dots, my eyes and everything's this way. Like that is fear-based, totally fear-based. Now we have to have a conversion to the little way, the spiritual way of Therese, the little way, the little flower. <laughs> That's why she's so popular, because her little way, we're made for it. So when you hear about the little way, it's attractive. We're, we're drawn to it, because this is how we're made, right? So I want you to think about this little way of Therese. And to ask the Lord to fill you with gratitude, to be overwhelmed with gratitude and grace as you celebrate the little way of Therese. Now, to think about the little way, so the things you do throughout the day, the little things that we do throughout the week. Um, do them with great love, right? Do little things with great love and, and celebrate the little things you do, knowing that God isn't looking at so much the size of what we're doing. He's looking at the attitude and heart by which we do what we do. That's what glorifies the Father. It says here, all we need to do is surrender like a child asleep in our Father's arms. It says, when this attitude is in place, anything, everything is possible. We can be pleasing to God and valuable to the church in the humblest of places and the simplest of acts. That means coming to church. Lord, I offer you this drive to Mass this morning with the greatest of love for you. That's very pleasing to God. Therese would actually make a stitch. She would be stitching together her, uh, her blanket or whatever she was making. She'd offer every stitch with great love to the Father. And that saves souls. So see, saving souls isn't doing big things. Saving souls is doing the little things with great love. Because what saves souls is God's love in a heart. It's not the activity. It's the love in the heart that you do it with. Okay? And so remember that. It's very easy for us to forget these basic things. But to me, that's so foundational to everything. So I want you to think about that today. Is it's the little things we do and the quality of love we do them with that pleases God. So when you die, when we die, we're going to be very surprised. 
by what God highlights. He's gonna highlight how you pray to your Hail Mary with love. Not the things you might see that, wow, you know, I did these great things, this and that. Um, he's not gonna highlight that. He's gonna say how you loved in the little way, the hidden way, where no one else saw, you know, when you picked up the piece of paper, when I picked this up for love of you. So you do little things, little things. Um, so just try to ask the holy angels today, ask your guardian angel to cultivate, ask Therese to cultivate the little way in you. Because see, if you understand that God is pleased by the little things you do, then your whole day you can please God. And it can be very, it's very joyful for a child to know that their parents excited and pleased by the little things. And this is why I think we can get discouraged because we're like, ah, you know, I'm just going to church, I'm doing my rosary, I'm not doing anything, I'm not doing anything. We can get discouraged. I need to do more for God. No, you need to do little things for God with great love. Not big things, little things. So let's ask for intercession today to be childlike to to adopt her little way. This is the science of love that she developed through her suffering. Um, and she calls us to that same 